Namaste and welcome to Vedanta the River of Wisdom podcast. A podcast that brings to you the ancient flowing tradition of wisdom that reveals you up your being having a human experience. I am Swamini B, a Vedanta teacher and a Hindu monk and your guide by the side. Let us flow you and I on the banks of the river of wisdom a time sensitive announcement life is short we have often sought the answer to what is the purpose of my life modern society tells us find your passion have work life balance these incomplete slogans do not help depending on our age and stage of life and uniqueness we can discover and live our swadharma i'm offering a course at the hindu university of america from jan to march of 2023 if the theme of swadharma discovering and living our life purpose resonates with you then do check out the details the link is in the description of this episode and do share it with people who might benefit Adi Shankaracharya in the Adhyasa Bhashya draws a similarity between the behavior of animals and human beings. When you hold a bunch of grass, the cow comes towards you. When the cow notices a person approaching it with a raised stick, it begins to run away, thinking this one wants to hurt me. The point of this example is not that you are a cow or you are like a cow. The point is that like animals we move towards pleasure and move away from pain. But human beings are a lot more complicated. We also think about the purpose of life and wonder about who we really are which requires other means of knowledge even in the pursuit of pleasure we often put up with pain let's look at our pursuits of artha wealth and karma pleasure the 24 year old founder of the startup works 18 hour days stops socializing with his friends eats just two meals as he is in the midst of the product launch For him it is a small price to pay as he dreams of being the first entrepreneur in the family the trekker experiences aching shoulders from the weight of the backpack soreness in the muscles and still keeps walking because of the stunning sights across the mountains and wading through chilled waters her pain does not matter in the light of the overall experience of travel the 58 year old government employee puts up with going to work every day although there is not much work to do because his department is winding up the boredom he experiences is a small price to pay for the handsome pension that's coming his way soon The pregnant woman 
goes through nausea and vomiting, discomfort in walking, sleeping and the pain of childbirth, all in service of her child. The pain pales into insignificance in seeing the delight of the child. Pain is a part of everyday living. The maid who washes the dirty dishes and sweeps the houses of four families in a day does so not because it's her passion but because of the salary at the end of the month. She shrugs off her drudgery in the light of the essentials that the money provides. The therapist who works with different clients going through trauma experiences some pain herself but does so because of her value for healing of the client. She sees that pain is inevitable and clients can be taught to cope with pain. You see, the idea that pain is an inevitable part of any pursuit may seem daunting and demotivating at first, but it is a part of our everyday reality. Whether we are talking about physical pain or emotional pain or both, any pursuit involves some hardship, stress and difficulty. So then, how do we have a healthy relationship to pain such that we do what is to be done despite the pain and difficulty? 1. We recognize that pain and difficulty are there in every aspect of life. The degree is all that differs. Bhagavan Krishna teaches us through the Gita, Yamhi Navyathayantye te Purusham Purusharishabha Samadukha Sukhandhiram Somratatvaya Kalpate Translation Arjuna The contacts of the sense organs with the sensory world that give rise to the experience of cold and heat pleasure and pain have the nature of coming and going and they are not constant. Endure them, Arjuna. In the physical area of life, anyone who pushes the boundaries of the body through any form of exercise knows that it's not always comfortable or easy. Muscles ache, joints are strained and injuries may occur. But the reward of a fit body and high energy far outweighs the discomfort of the exercise. In the intellectual area of life, the writer who spends hours struggling to find the right words, the artist who battles self-doubt and criticism, and the researcher who faces repeated failures in the laboratory, know that the road to success is paved with setbacks. But they persevere through this for the sake of groundbreaking work. In our personal relationships too, we experience pain during a conflict or a misunderstanding. And yet we trust, not because there is any guarantee that the person will not hurt us again. We trust and relate because we know that even if there is hurt, 
we will come together to heal and grow. Two, we can have a healthy relationship to pain when we cultivate a gracious acceptance. Yogastha kuru karmani sangam tyaktva dhananjaya siddhya siddhyo samobhutva samatvam yoga ujjyate Remaining steadfast in yoga, Arjuna, Dhananjaya, perform karma, abandoning attachment and remaining the same to success and failure. It is this evenness of mind that is called yoga. Nowhere does Bhagavan Krishna say, please accept that which goes against dharma. Knowing that pain is inevitable in any experience helps us accept the experience as well as continuing in our many pursuits. 3. We can have a healthy relationship to pain when we say yes to something greater than pain. Very often we are so focused on the goal that we do not pay adequate attention to the process which invariably involves some discomfort or pain. Millions of people in the medical profession, doctors, nurses, paramedical staff, experienced so much loss and suffering through the pandemic, but kept going because they said yes to something greater. And that was the value for saving a life, curing of a disease, and so on. The father who has paid up for his nine-year-old child's first vacation abroad is dreading the budget cuts for his daily Uber rides to work after they are back. But he is willing to go through the discomfort because he has said yes for his child to have new travel experiences and build fond family memories. And so the question worth asking is, what kind of pain am I willing to accept in my life? 4. We can have a healthy relationship to pain when we work for mastery of the self by becoming a friend to oneself. Bandhuratma manastasya yenatmaivatmanajitaha anatmanastu shatrutve for that self who has mastered oneself by oneself, the self alone is a friend of oneself. Whereas for the self who has not mastered oneself, the self alone would remain in the status of an enemy, just like an enemy. And how is the mind of such a mastered person? For the one who has mastery over oneself, whose mind is tranquil with reference to heat and cold, pleasure and pain, praise and criticism, the mind is always in a state of composure. The yoga student who practices asana and pranayama several times over months and years does not only gain 
flexibility and strength, but also gains mastery of mind while doing these. Any learning involves an acceptance of the fact that you don't know something. Any growth involves a change in state of possible discomfort. But mastery is not a denial of any experience. In self-mastery, you see yourself as the experiencer of all experiences, good, bad and ugly, and stop defining yourself by any experience. What is the reality of the experiencer through all the sadhanas that one does? We inquire into that. 5. We can have a healthy relationship to pain when we shift our attention to the one who is greater than the body and mind. Who is the one who is aware of it all? Indriyadi paranyahuhu Indriyebhyaf paramanaha Manasastu parabuddhihi they say that the sense organs are superior to the body, but the mind is superior to the sense organs, the intellect is superior to the mind, and the one who is superior to the intellect is the Atma. Pain is at the level of the body and mind, but the Atma I is aware of the body and mind and hence is other than the body and mind and the pain that the body and mind go through. If we stay identified with the pain and perpetuate the pain by reacting, why me, what wrong did I do, why do I have to undergo this, etc., the pain escalates into suffering. We put a full stop and do what we can. To conclude, it is natural to want to avoid pain. Yet, as long as there is a limited form, we must recognize that pain is inevitable. Despite the pain, when we commit to a higher cause or goal, or even a commitment to seeing ourselves as bigger than our experiences, the pain fades into the background. We do not resist nor enjoy the suffering. We just change our relationship to suffering and that makes all the difference. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful and offering insight, I do hope you will consider sharing this with your friends, family or on social media. Would you like to receive an email every month that will bring to you more wisdom, more happiness and more freedom? If the answer is yes, then our monthly newsletter Ashravitya Bharati is for you. It has articles on living our traditions, links to podcast episodes, articles and videos published elsewhere in the month, reflections about 
how vedanta is changing the life of students announcements about events and courses profound sanskrit sayings and much much more and it's not too long do consider checking out this month's issue and also subscribe the links are in the description of this episode the transcript of this podcast is available on discoveratma.com forward slash category forward slash podcast i would love to hear from you if you have a request or a reflection please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com that's s-w-a-m-i-n-i-j-i at discoveratma.com As always, thank you for listening and we meet next week.